Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerding Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, today we're talking about WandaVision, Episode 6, All New Halloween Spooktacular. (laughs) 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 What did you think of this video? I I liked it a lot. The episode, I liked it a lot. Again, I was watching it, like, with a furrowed brow, just overthinking every line, every picture I saw, so... Um, and I rewatched it. It's a, it's a good episode. It, it's, I feel like it's answering questions, but just not directly. So I'm like, oh, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I think we're at the point. It's episode six of nine, so we only have three episodes left after this one. So I think it's, I think like the writers and stuff are giving us answers, but just not directly. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean that's a feeling I got. This episode is one of those. Um, a lot of cool things, but I think this is probably the first time watching it where the the little hidden secrets were just a little bit more obvious than than the previous ones, you know. But with WandaVision, it is it's a fun show to watch twice. You know, you watch it for the first time, and mm-hmm. you're just like, "Ooh, you know, I caught that," or "What's going on?" And then you're like you right your mind's racing trying to trying to like because everything has a meaning every almost everything out of their mouth <laughs> it's like right. you're like every onto. prop you know what i mean like everything in the background oh yeah your brain's you know, actively set, on fire yeah because set decorators and stuff they you know they'll be told to put things there on purpose you know yeah and then when you watch it a second time it's it's so much more enjoyable just to like sit back and like okay you know brain turn off your analytical side and just in, enjoy it for what it is and uh yeah this was this was a cool episode but again definitely a lot of the references this time were just more more blatant versus super obscure obscure from the first i don't know maybe three or four episodes right well and and i think you're seeing and maybe it started last week but it's very obvious this week you know you think about the first two episodes and they were played off as like straight up like 50s and 60s comedies whereas now it's you know we we always talked about an underlying weirdness in those first couple of episodes like an unsettledness we would have from watching it but now it's just like out there yeah yeah because you know, there, there's people in the story actively asking kind of the questions we're asking you know yeah yeah so now you're like all right now we're gonna get down to some some answers here um i would say the last episode you know what we talked about when the credits were rolling that's probably the most uncomfortable i felt you know where well, this feels like a like a more serious kind of show, right? And this one was very straightforward. You know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. there wasn't anything here where I was like, oh, you know, a lot of cool things, but none of those like, oh my gosh, like what's going on kind of moments. Right, right, and it's like there there's dialogue in the story, in the episode, that kind of works around our questions like you know, i'm kind of answering it but i'm not you know? <laughs> ah. well so. so let's let's build upon that is there anything after watching today have any of your thoughts changed at all 
I'm leaning or a confirmed. Bit more. How about that? Um, I wouldn't say confirmed. The thing is this: that when you when you have theories, right, and you want them to be true, when you see something that kind of is opposed to that theory, my instinct is like, oh, that's a red herring. They want. They're trying to throw me off the scent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when it could just be no. This is what we're telling you. So, like, I still want to hold firm that Agnes is might be a bad guy and related to the big bad. Um, but it could be she's an ally of Wanda's. You know, I'm curious about what happened to her in this episode. Um, I, if, I'll if i tell you what, if anything's more confirmed, I think Mephisto or some form of quote-unquote the devil is involved in this has something to do with what's going on here. Yeah. I, am, uh-huh. I mean, Petro's, just some of the things he says and the way he acts, I, and I, I don't think... Remember when Petro knocked on the door last week? Uh, Juan said, "I, you know, I didn't do that." I still think that he's he's trying. He's talking like she brought him there, but I think someone else brought her, brought her there. Yeah, brought Petro yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you. It's um, when it comes to Agnes. It's I think last episode we both said uh, something like, "Oh, when um, Vision's coworker says, oh, she's you know hurting me,'" and we both said, "Oh, well." well didn't necessarily mean Wanda. Right. Um, and then th- I agree with you. I, it's like I <laughs> I wanted to be Agnes, but then, you know, after watching this episode, boy, she really plays as often that it's not her, but you mm-hmm. know that she's involved somehow. Yeah. Yeah, There's, there's she's definitely manipulating circumstances. You know, I, I think she killed the dog or had something to do with the dog dying to, to kind of get Wanda to maybe bring it back to life. And I think this is the thing. I mean, like I testing her? her. Just to see. Yeah, or, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Like, is this, it has something to do with, you know, give it, we think the kids are involved in it too. Like all this is happening because they needed this. It has something to do with bringing something or someone back to life or something like that. You know what I mean? Like using her powers to bring back someone or something. Um, so, where, where's I go with this? Oh, so Agnes, I'm just curious. When Vision is walking around the town, which is, first of all, it's great that the further away they get from Wanda's influence, the more they're just kind of like, you know, frozen. But they're waiting. See, people took that as, I, I, I did watch some YouTube things after this. I broke my own rule, but some people took that as, oh, Wanda's influence doesn't stretch that far. So, but I took it as, well, they're just they're like actors waiting, like they're. They're in that spot. Like if Wander were to wander down that block, they'd all start moving and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when when Vision tries to talk to some of them, they ignore him. Why does Why does Agnes talk to him? And she was pretty far away because she was at the border, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then it also and then it brings up she brings up in a couple of episodes earlier that um, Geraldine, who was Monica didn't have a house there, which makes you think that she had a house there, but then she gets lost in this town, and the vision says, but you grew up here. So is she from there? Does she have a house, or is she not from Westview? Well, based on what you just said about Agnes and the dog, now I think, now in my, in my brain, this is how I'm seeing things, so thank you uh, for your insight. Uh, with Agnes doing something with the dog, now, now I'm curious now, I think this whole time I was thinking, Agnes is in cahoots with somebody else, whether it's Mephisto or or Nightmare or whatever. But now I'm thinking Agnes is separate. She's there, 
but she's not in conjunction with Mephisto or or the you know if you had to think of it like the a big trip. Daddy, right because right, all the while I thought they were all working together but now I'm thinking after what you just said now I'm thinking I wonder if Agnes is there kind of like well, not the Yoda of like Wanda but an ally to some degree um, where she's there she she can't really influence but she's also a witch so she can break free a little bit and uh and maybe she's there to assist wanda to guide her uh or protect her or or something against a bigger threat because i just have a hard time believing you picking that actress as being a villain you know even like in other tv series she's she's like in parks and rec she was like the the I think it was the senator's advisor that was running against Leslie Nope. Well, she was a she was a, uh, like a campaign manager. Yeah. Well, right, yeah, exactly. And so it, it's, it's so like she was opposition, but at the same time she was also a friend. Right? I see what you're saying. Yeah. So uh, like now I'm thinking, I wonder if that's the case here because how does she play that role of being the bad guy? But in every episode, she she doesn't really. I guess bring harm to Wanda at all. If anything, it's it's the opposite. She's always the one that's there helping her. You know, like with the dinner in the beginning of the episode, uh, the first episode, or the doghouse, and right. you know things like that. And she seemed just as shocked when when Vision wakes her up. You know, uh, like uh, Avengers, and he's like, "What's an Avenger?" Uh, that was a cool scene, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm thinking now. I wonder if it's more of like three different entities going on here. Because yeah, now now I'm thinking maybe she like you said testing her, like testing Wanda about the dead dog. Like, can can she really like bring people back from the dead? You know, like she didn't know. Maybe that's a test, kind of. Yeah, I like I, we, you know we're all assuming she's the one that brought Vision back. I mean, we know she stole the body, and we're all assuming she brought Pietro back, but he doesn't look like him. So, again, I I just think the level of power she's exhibiting is way off the charts, even for her. And I, I was saying, I wrote it down in my notes. I'm like, when she when she extends the barrier at the end, her eyes turn red. Did her eyes turn red in the movies? I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's let's kind of rewind and go back to the beginning. So it opens. You know, we're in the '90s, which you know, which is about right. Uh, Last week was the '80s, so we're in the '90s. They do a Malcolm in the Middle type opening. Um, You know, the kids talking to the camera, the 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 shaky cam opening and stuff like that, and the loud kind of rock pop music intro. Um, So we're we're firmly in the '90s. And it's Halloween for whatever reason. Who knows what the uh, date is outside? Um, but it's Halloween, and which kind of makes sense because in the '60s it was August 23rd. Remember? Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. I love that they're all in their comic book accurate costumes. Um, I think Wanda looks great. I think Vision, well, except for the boxer shorts, he should. I guess I didn't want to give him the tidy yellows, tidy whiteies. <laughs> I also like how she says, like she actually justifies what her look is, you know, a, right, Sikor- right. a Sikorvian uh, gypsy fortune or something, teller, a yeah, fortune teller. teller. So, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I like how, how subtle, and it actually works. It actually makes sense, you know? Yeah. And and we see, and the best part was when Pietro takes uh, his nephew and they get costumes, and it's his blue costume from the comics, but the best part was his hair, and he did his hair up in that crazy <laughs> way. That's, it's, it's so funny, because in the comic books, you never think twice about it. Right. You know, but then... 
you see it in real life. It's like, oh, that's even Wanda's costume, which is very screen accurate. I mean, very comic book accurate. I don't know that they tried to at least early comic book. It's it's you know, it's not leather. It's not you know, like supposed to be like body armor or anything. It's it's the fabric, and you kind of think like. Oh, yeah, that would look silly in real life. <laughs> you know, they did that in uh, Captain America First Avenger where, um, oh, God, the director's name escapes me. but Johnson? Uh, yeah, right. And he purposely put Cap. Remember he was doing all those like PR stuff as Captain USO America? Shows, yeah. yeah, he purposely put Cap in that real comic book accurate outfit just to prove to the viewers how ridiculous it is because he knew he said that's on the, on the director's cut that uh he was gonna get flack of why did he change it so drastically you know and he says well i i wanted to show the viewers that it doesn't work in the movies i was like oh that's <laughs> that's, that's well, pretty funny i don't know that it was changed drastically not to get a point uh, i think it was it made sense where he's it's, it's very, you know it's leather and you know the the helmet a was because of the uh you know, the girls were wearing the USA helmets and, um, you know, and they kind of teased them about the Avengers, the Avengers Captain America costume because it was kind of designed by Coulson, who's a fanboy. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah. that was probably his second most brightest comic booky costume was the Avengers. Um, and it looked terrible, too. It did look terrible. Yeah. But, um, you know, but just think about the hair. It's like because, you know, Wolverine has that kind of hair. It would have been funny if they did that in the Wolverine movie. And Norman Osborn always had a crazy hair. um hairstyle you know where it you didn't like it think like hugh jackman's hair was, was was comic book accurate not like oh, i not. thought it was pretty close you know if okay. you if you watch that the, the whip of his hair even in, you can see it in the action figures uh it, it's it's pretty spot on it actually looks like you know you know what it is hugh jackman's been playing this role for so long it's like <laughs> i don't even notice it anymore you know well maybe that's it yeah but anyway, that was a good that was a good scene with the kids. Um, so, what did you? Oh, and Billy was dressed in his Wiccan costume from the uh, from the uh, comic book. So I, I watched a YouTube where a guy, I guess he doesn't read the comic books, because he's like, oh, I thought the kid was supposed to be dressed as Doctor Strange. How did he get the headband though? Oh. Um, that, and headband is, is what as as Wiccan he wears a headband, he wears a cape. Um, so I thought all that was pretty cool. You know what's what, neat? What... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, what I do, like you mentioned about the, 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 the costume of, of the kids and, and everything, I do really appreciate Disney um, referencing back comic books because, um, and you did a YouTube video on the comic books. And the reason why I think that's important is you and I did uh, a podcast, I don't do, my, my, my mind doesn't work anymore, but of uh, the fall of comic books. And it, it's nice that they're referencing back to comic books. Like, this is, like, where all this actually came from. These are where all the ideas came from, all, all the magic, all the mystery. You know, this wasn't created by Kevin Feige. This wasn't created by Disney. You know, right. all the all these fantastic stories are literally lifted from the comic books. And I really do appreciate that they really... Man, every the reason why you and I are going gaga over this, because we did read comic books, you know? And, and, it's, it's, and it's so much fun that they're going back to comic books where they never really did in the movies. You know, it was the movies, it was their history, I mean, their their take on it. But this is literally saying, hey, guys, this is from the comic books, <laughs> whether you like it or not. And I, I do like that. And you're right, the, comic, the costumes were comic book accurate. The kids look like they were lifted, like the costumes were exactly from the comic book. So I, I do appreciate it. I think it's it's a wonderful nod to comic book fans where I would say comic books have just been 
from my point of view, like on the downfall where I, I know a lot of people still love comic books, but to me it's it's kind of dying. But it's it's nice that you, they really show where all the creativity is actually coming from, all the, like the, the real source material. So I'm sorry, what were you saying? That's right. No, I was going to say also that you know it, it's it's one of the strengths of Marvel, and maybe this is this maybe this is Kevin Feige's superpower is that he can distill the comic books and the comic book stories to what people love about them, and it's not the it's not the hokey cotton. Not that they're hokey. I mean, I love some of these costumes, but. Um, it's not the costumes. It's not these the, the over-the-top villains or the over-the-top heroes. Truth, Justice, America. He, he, it, and it's what they do with the Superman movie too. Is like they, they know what's underneath that. I think, I think when a lot of people make comic book movies, they just look at, you know, how do we make a comic book movie not silly? And mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. I think Marvel and Feige probably go, well, we're gonna make this. We're gonna keep what makes comic books good. And just translate that and update it. So yeah, Captain America isn't wearing his regular costume, but it's it's enough where you're not sitting there for two hours like, oh, but Cap doesn't wear that. You know what I mean? It's not a it's not a clear shield and a motorcycle helmet with wings on it like in the seventies. Hmm. You know, um, look, Spider Man's costume. I don't think any of his costumes have looked exactly like the comic book costume yet. Uh, Tom Holland's costumes, but we accept it because we understand. Um, so just I, I think that's that's the strength of Marvel and why they, they're so successful and they they do harken back to the comics when they can and and you're right they didn't you know they, they take these really good stories and they they update them and fit them into the cinema world you know look Infinity Wars is Infinity Gauntlet we know that uh, but they took out the the superlative stuff and they they left in the good stuff and they made it their own um, so yeah I, I totally agree with what you're saying oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that we have them dressed up. We have Vision, which I definitely wrote down. I wrote, um, well, first of all, you have Quicksilver saying, you know, um, you know, they 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 both remember a Halloween differently, and um, he says something along the lines of, "You're probably suppressing a lot of trauma." He says it to Wanda. Quicksilver mm-hmm. says it to Wanda, and uh, I'm like, "Ah, oh, that means something." <laughs> <laughs> or no, it, means it literally means what it means. Like, hey. Yeah. People watching, Wanda is suppressing a lot of trauma. That's why some of this is happening. Yeah. Uh, and I asked again, who brought Quicksilver? I don't think this is Wanda. I don't think this is Wanda. Wanda has too many questions for him. Right. And he's acting, when Vision acts out of character, Wanda kind of like starts to question him or wonders why. When Quicksilver does things that Wanda doesn't like or doesn't approve of, she doesn't question it. In, in the sense of he should be doing what I want him to do. Because that's the sense you get when Vision does it. She's like, why isn't Vision doing what I want him to do? Or that little passive-aggressive comment, like, you know, this cost was the only thing in my closet. You know, and she kind of stopped. I was like, oh, he's getting sassy with me, <laughs> you know? So when when he did that, like, mini scene where he, Wanda's talking to Quicksilver, and for a brief second you see his dead body with the bullet holes, um... That's when I when I was thinking, shoot, maybe this is his brother, but it's manifesting as somebody else. Because Here's why? Why would the why would an alternate universe Quicksilver have that? Because it's the second time we've seen a dead body, right? With with, with yeah. Vision and now Quicksilver. So why would a multi uh, like an uh, an alternative universe Quicksilver have 
that look to him of being dead with the bullet holes of something Wanda's, his, her universe brother would have. Right. Well, I thought about that and I came up with two different things. I came up with, um, it's kind of like a PTSD where she just kind of flashes and sees them and remembers them the way she, the last time she remembered them. Okay. Okay. So she flashes a vision and just remembers him being dead. Like, ah, and that shocks her. And then she flashes on Quicksilver and remembers him being dead. The other thing is, all right, this is a stretch. So going on the thesis that Mephisto is the big bad or some kind of demon. And it's a demon that wants to walk the earth in immortal form. Okay. He thinks Wanda, if manipulated correctly, can bring back the dead for real. He can only maybe reanimate bodies. Right. So maybe the vision is still dead and that's, gross as it might be it's quicksilver's dead body but she's projecting onto both of them right but it doesn't work outside the sphere of influence so he's trying he this this mephisto or whomever is trying to manipulate it so that wanda can make it permanent so he might only be able to do it in in, in the zone you know what I'm, do you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he's trying to see he thinks wanda's powerful enough to do it for real which is also about giving birth to the kids so can Wanda bring back the dead for real? Whereas maybe this guy can animate the bodies and cast illusions or whatever so that people think they're still alive. But after a certain after they leave a certain sphere of influence, it doesn't work. Where he needs like he either needs her to bring back someone for real or he needs her to create life that he can kind of possess, which might be the kids. Hmm. Yeah. It's very metaphysical. I don't know if they're gonna go that deep with it, especially with three episodes left. Um, well, the worst well, thing can happen is that we don't get all the answers and they're like, see Walden, Doctor Strange, part two. I was like, no. Well, you might be onto something because to create Vision, Wanda needed a host. She needed Vision's dead body for it to happen. So, well, so she was, she was, so Wanda was, was created by the Soul Stone, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that is part of her, her uh, hex or whatever, Wanda hex power, right? Is to create a soul for something and so yeah maybe maybe she needed a host uh to create that dead person and and that quicksilver what we're seeing in this tv series is a a body but she's imbuing the soul of her dead brother into him soul stone yeah hmm well and even his comments when she's like well how'd you get he goes well he goes last i remember is getting shot for no good reason and hearing you call for help and I'm like, would he describe how he died as dying for no good reason? He saved, he was helping save people in Sokovia. He died saving Hawkeye and a little boy. Well, I, so I took that he's, as because he's he's sarcastic in this whole like episode, yeah. you know. So I took it as that. But when he's but no, but to to build on what you're talking about, when he said that, I'm like, oh, this is one is like real brother, you know. But she cannot bring the physical dead body back to life, but she can imbue part of her soul power into Dude, what if what if the body you know if she's if we think she or someone else is manipulating vision's dead body and just kind of projecting him being alive and his personality onto him mm-hmm. what if it's just like a random dead dude from westview new jersey that is playing the brother well she did push him into like tombstones oh yeah oh that's and, creepy. but i like that he challenges her like where's your accent where's yours yeah. Um, 
she doesn't know. This is this is why I really don't think Wanda has anything to do with Quicksilver being there. Yeah. And I think whoever is the reason Quicksilver's there is manipulating Wanda because he's acting like it's like, look how powerful you are. You know, you can do this, you can do that. No one in the show has talked to her about what she's doing. Because yeah. they're all under her illusion. And Vision's slowly breaking out of it. But Quicksilver is totally not under her and the, him and the kids are not under Wanda's control at all. Hey, do, do we know who the bad guy is in Doctor Strange's movie? Was that that ever revealed? The the second one? Yeah, the uh, the one that's coming out. No, it's just saying it's the multiverse of madness. So, damn it! There's, you know, there's, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wiki this because whoever that bad guy is is gonna be the bad guy. <laughs> this one, it's got. I mean, everything that we're saying right now, it's God. How can it not be Mephisto? I mean, he's deception he's evil you know it's it's something yeah. plays with the dead or, or something like that it, i don't know well a lot of the youtube videos are saying it's some kind of multiversal thing and wanda in the comic books is a is, is a nexus person or being or something which means you know obviously you know marvel and dc both have the multiverse exists right and on every and we might see this in Spider-Man, you know, maybe he's tripping through the multiverse and he runs into the, you know, the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, he runs into the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Wanda, as a Nexus being, and there there are Nexus beings in the universe. She, you know, there's probably more than one on Earth, but Wanda as a Nexus being would always be the same Wanda on every planet. So does that make you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, is that why this person or people or or entity is going after her? I don't know. I mean, they got they got roughly sixty minutes of show left to. to, to I don't know how they're going to do it in three episodes. <laughs> I really don't. That's why I'm worried. Stupid things not really going to have an ending. It's going to be like, stay tuned for Doctor Strange Part Two, which is like a year and a half away. Hmm. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think we can even get any answers from Falcon Winter Soldier because that yeah. that was supposed to come up before WandaVision. So. Yeah, and I just I, I just think the tone of each show is different. Is very different. Oh, dude, you know what's so cool? I, I'm looking at the wiki for Doctor Strange. Did you know it was? It's going to be directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah, dude, that's. Oh, no wonder. That's Tobey awesome. Ma yeah, Tony McQuarrie is totally coming back. <laughs> well, no, he's not supposed to be in Doctor Strange movie. He's supposed to be in the Spider-Man movie. Well, I know, but there's a connection there. I see. Yeah. I read something like Tobey Maguire turned off his Twitter account for like the last seven years, and just yesterday he, he flicked it back on again. What did he tweet? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, um, well, Tom Holland said, Tom Holland goes, they are not in the movie. As far as I know, they're not in the movie. Then he pauses and goes, but to be fair, they don't tell me everything because I tend to spill secrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, where are we in the show now? Okay. Uh, yeah, cool interactions. It, it, it was it was nice and meaty. Um, you know, there, like I said, this one had a little more, more of the blatant kind of like references, you know, kick ass and and like things oh, like so that. that did, you, did you catch the kick-ass uh reference well yeah i didn't i thought i was like oh come on that was a little too blatant well yeah but i they were did you know they were both in kick-ass though yeah both quicksilver were kick-ass yes so that's funny. yes um and, and, and they, they kept saying something. it like over and over again i was like ah, oh, he i, it, I he heard it once yeah i know but um i forgot to mention that agnes's ass in the opening says naughty on it so there's a hint right there <laughs> Oh really? You know, the, oh, in the, the yoga pants. Remember the yoga pants, like said pink or whatever on the ass. Uh huh. And she her was, said naughty. 
her said naughty. Oh, that's she's, cute. She's in the refrigerator, <laughs> bent over in the refrigerator. It's like the kid was filming. You're like, sneaks up on her. I'm just going through my notes to see what I mentioned. forgot to mention. Yeah, so I'm, I, I am firmly on the side that Wanda has nothing to do with Quicksilver Beacon there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like and that he, Vision's getting bolder and questioning her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he blatantly lies to her. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go out with the guys and do like a neighborhood watch thing. And she meets up with Herb and he's like, no, we're not doing that tonight. So, like, I, yeah, I kind of like that. He's, he's having his own mind. He's investigating what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that that I'm gonna jump ahead, dude. When he's breaking through that Wanda's barrier, that was beautiful. I mean, how that really was filmed. Was. I mean, he's a good actor. I mean, it's, he really it's, is. Yeah, I mean, to do what he does is to play Vision as he is, and I'm really glad he's able to showcase that side of him. You know, because yeah. you, you only get you only get him for like two movies in the Marvel universe or so. So yeah, that, that scene when he's breaking through and he's just he's saying help them and it, that that look on his face and he's trying to pull forward, it's it's really neat. You know, it kind of remind me of I I watched uh, uh, Logan. What was it two two nights ago? Where when when Professor X is having that seizure and he's Logan's like going down the hallway and he's like kind of like pulling himself through and trying to reach Professor X. It was kind of that cool scene where something's pulling you back and you're trying to go in the opposite direction. Yeah. But that was yeah. that was a beautiful scene. Well, I love that when when Vision comes out. I love when heroes act like heroes. You know, yeah. and I don't mean you know punching a bad guy or saving a kid from falling off a ledge or something. When he, he when he crawls out and he's dying, like it's technically his last words are like "help, help the people," you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, that's freaking vision, man!" Because he's such a pure. Remember, this is this is a, a quote unquote guy that lifted Thor's hammer. One of the first things he did being alive. So he's pure. He's worthy. He's selfless. Um, you know, we saw him get angry. Wanda even said, "You never talked to me like this before." So this is really perplexing him, and he really needs to discover what's going on. Yeah, I mean, he's literally seeing himself fall apart, peel apart, and he's not like, oh, what's going on? I need to go back. He, he's going forward still, you know? Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Uh, let's, you want to jump to um, uh, Captain Rambo and her supposedly, uh, her, her, her blood test came back. Yeah, so she's been through the barrier twice, once going in and once getting thrown out. Uh, and Darcy basically said, you can't go through again because, or, you know, it's going to keep changing. It's changing you at the cellular level, right? Is that what she said, something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, this is just her getting her powers. Yeah, but you know what's funny? When she said that, you know how, like, Wanda's expanding, like, the, the wall? I'm like, oh, there's a mutant. Oh, there's a mutant. <laughs> like, oh, I was trying to count how many people are, are, are going through this wall that's, like, rearranging their DNA. And like, oh, mutant, right there. They, you know, and then, oh, great, Darcy's going to be a mutant now, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, my thing was, well, I, I wrote this in my notes. I'm like, well, Billy and Tommy are now the world's first mutants because they were born with powers. Right. So... That's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you need to go through more than once mm -hmm. because she's got, you know, they leave it open that Monica's going to at least go through one more time. Right. And some people are saying, oh, well, everybody in that town went through it once and maybe their children will be the mutants and stuff like that. I'm like, well, if she if she put it up like a dome, they technically didn't go through it. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're in it already. Yeah. If it comes down, they don't go through the actual barrier. 
that maybe all those people will be safe, all those uh, sword agents and stuff. I like that it turned into a circus, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what's weird? Because you know how, like, in the previous episodes, if something modern went into their world and didn't fit the the time, it would change. Why did the helicopter change? I mean, there was helicopters in 1990s. It went from a helicopter to a hot air balloon. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, maybe just to kind of fit the circus motif. Oh, uh, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so you don't sure. have a helicopter flying over a, a, a circus. You have a hot air balloon there. And you know, I don't know, and they probably do. I, they probably have different directors per per episode. I didn't really look, but I actually liked Agent Wu and and Darcy in this one. Well, I, I thought Darcy was less annoying, and I thought it was oh how convenient. Now she's a computer hacker. I um, let me tell you something. I hated that. I hate, I mean, and you can't get mad at the show because every show does this. You know, they take the scientists and make them the scientists in every field. Because even her look at the cellular stuff of, of Monica, I'm like, you're an astrophysicist. How much biology do you really have? Right. Yeah. So, you're like, you're like 17, 18. I don't know. She'll... Yeah, and she's a hacker. And, you know, she does. He's like, oh, things. yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hack into the, the, the last wall of of sword. Right. Who's <laughs> like the, the ultimate government agency at that point with a laptop. Uh, and apparently, I know all the like the computer codes to do so. But yeah. but you're right; it, it does happen. But I did I did like these guys in this episode. I did like Agent Wu. I thought he didn't seem over. He didn't seem as jokey. I like that he had some fight scenes. So right. so it's like yeah. okay, you're proving you're proving your worth while you're actually there, uh, versus why were you there in the first place? You know, like it's I don't understand how you can yeah. hang out with these guys. So I, I kind of well, like them. Yeah, when Hayward turns around and says, "Do you work for me?" I want him to be like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> like, <"Get laughs> out. like, but uh, now here's the thing: a lot of these YouTube videos I've been watching, these people think Hayward's like the big bad guy. Do you think? I, I think he's definitely got secrets. I think he, okay. So if you're talking red herrings, I think he's a red. I think he is exactly who he is. I think he's he's taken from like, hey, like uh, he's the skeptic. He's the guy that's that's not happy about superheroes because of like uh of because of superheroes this is what the world that we have now we're having to deal with superhuman beings you know whether they're good or bad but because of them we have these problems so uh, i i think he is who he who he is you know because well he talks about you weren't here the last five years you don't know what we had to do to keep the lights on so now i'm thinking like oh my god because even you know the end game skips over to five years like, oh my God, what did you, like, what was it? I, I want to show on that. I want to remember know in, what those five years were like. In Endgame, I mean, the movie starts off very dreary. Like, yeah. Like the world's, it's desolate. And that's, I think that's exactly what he, he's talking about. And the fact that uh, because of the superheroes, because of, of these meta humans, right. he's not happy about them. It's like, if, but if it was you, for him, get him off the, get him, get him away. Maybe he's I'm, the one that says, no more superheroes. <laughs> so, but you know, if you know, he's like a, well, he's not really a spy agency like Shield. They do, they do do different things. But you got to remember, in Endgame, Ronan or Hawkeye was going around, so crime was still a big thing, like a huge thing. So did crime increase, even though there are less people on the planet. Like, is that how people? I don't know. I, I would like to see some kind of series of like the Left Behind people. Um, just navigating those five years. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so yeah, I I don't know because I watch after usually after I do I record these episodes with you, I'll watch the YouTube videos. Except this time I watched them beforehand. And last week after last week's episode, I watched the YouTube videos, and 
a bunch of them were talking about Hayward. That I'm like, I didn't even think of like there was nothing Hayward was doing except being annoying. I thought that would make him the big baddie. Yeah, I thought he was very consistent right yeah. right from the get go. I mean, he says he's an interim uh, acting director or something like that, and right. and apparently, right from the get go, there is, there is a history between him and Rambo. Um, right. So, yeah, I I think he's very consistent. I, I I there's nothing that he said that seems out of character. I think he's got secrets, and I think because didn't she rescue the Vision's body from Sword? Who? Wanda? Uh Wanda, yeah. Yeah. Remember the, Yeah, so and he was he was in pieces. He's spread across a bunch of tables. So they were definitely studying him. Well they wanted to weaponize him. Okay. That so was one of Vision's Yeah, that was well that was one of Vision's requests is not to weaponize him with his right. technology. But yeah, I, I thought he was pretty consistent and uh yeah. Oh, you know what? What if, it can't be Shuri, right? You don't think you don't think Monica knows Shuri, do you? No. Oh, oh, no! But I'm glad because you brought remember, that up. <laughs> Shuri, remember, Shuri, Shuri was mapping Vision's mind because that was the plan for her to kind of download his personality and all that, um, to map it and download it so that they could take the stone out. But then she could re, you know, put back the information so Vision would still be Vision just without the stone. Yeah. Remember that was the plan so they could destroy the stone. Yeah, I was thinking about Vision. that too. I was thinking maybe she got enough out of it. Or, or it was able to separate enough that even though the mind stone, the yeah, the soul stone was broken, right? Uh, she was able to get enough information, but not not enough to for vision to understand the ventures. You know, it's like you got this file that like half the file is corrupt. You only got like so many files on it. Yeah, yeah. But that was pretty cool. That scene. I'm telling you, it was like you're vision, but you're dead. She's like, am I dead? And he's like, what? What the hell's going on? That that was <laughs> man, that was a good scene. That whole scene. Um, so uh, let's go. Let's go back to that. Who do you think Monica's friend is that she was going to meet? They'll be here in an hour. We have to meet him on the ridge. Uh, Reed Richards. You really think they're going to intro Reed Richards, huh? Well, aerospace engineer. I mean, he was kind of like a cosmonaut scientist. I mean, I get that though. But don't you think we would have heard of the casting? Because we knew we heard we heard Petro was going to be in it. Well, not Petro, but we heard Evan Peters was going to be in the show. Don't you think we would have heard of casting for Reed Richards? Dude, did you know Mark Hamill was going to show up in The Mandalorian? So I, I think I, I hoped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Disney, the powers that be, is listening. If you squeak this, we're gonna sue your booty hole. That was advocate. It's Reed Richards. Who's who's playing him? It has to be Krasinski, right? I I mean I hope. I mean it like and then and then his wife to play Sue Storm is like, yeah. wow, that's tight. But it if it be. isn't okay, so let's say it's not. Who who would you think? Bradley Cooper? I don't know. Bradley Cooper? Huh? Is he in the MCU? No, he's not in the MCU. Oh, well, he's well, cool. he's but he can still do a character. Yeah, of course he can. I I, I don't know who would who would you know? Because whenever I'm thinking nowadays when they're casting these people like for like future roles, it, you can't go super old, you know. But not saying that John's old, but I actually have no idea how old. Dude, he is. all these like all these guys are in their late thirties, early forties, like forties. Yeah. So yeah. Except for Stark. Stark was probably the oldest. He was fifty something, but Chris Evans is in his forties, Hawkeye's in his forties, I think Thor is his late thirties. Can you imagine if it is John Krasinski? I would lose my mind. That'd be awesome, dude. It, it, and, and and if his wife Emily Blunt does Sue Storm. What if they all show what if all four of them show up? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, uh with powers? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. 
It's weird. The Fantastic Four, we're going off on a tangent, but... Well, you know what would be true, funny? Because it true, is the multiverse, Chris Evans is, is Human Torch. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that, that, no, that would pull you right out of the show, though, I think. Yeah, it's, it's too yeah. soon. <laughs> um, oh, God, but if he's a Human Torch, that means the other ones have to be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if that, that's what you see in the multiverse? You know, like in Doctor Strange's movie, you know, hey, you and know, Cat, I'm not Steve Rogers, or, I'm Johnny Storm, yeah. what the hell is your, you know? Oh, that'd be hilarious if he makes a little, who's Captain America? <laughs> hey, you're pretty cute. <laughs> right. And just starts hitting on Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny because DC did that with their TV shows. They did a Crisis on Infinite Earths and they, they, they brought back for like a quick scene, almost everybody that was ever in a DC prop, like Burt Ward had a, had a scene and. That, that awful Birds of Prey show that was on 20 years Did ago. Did Dean Cain ever make an appearance or, or no? Um, no. Because they got Brandon they, Routh to come back. They got Brandon Routh. They got um, Smallville. They got him to come back. They got, I mean, they, they, they went deep. They went deep with their, um, they had the, the, the Titans that were on the streaming service on there real quick. Um, yeah, they brought back a lot of people. I, I was oh, I wonder why no Dean Cain. I don't know. Well, you know, he was already on Supergirl, Supergirl's dad. So maybe they... I don't know because Helen Slater was on it because Helen Slater plays Supergirl's mom, I think. So. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so um, where were we? Oh yeah, so you think it's Mister? Are you like what, give me a percentage that you think it's Reed Richards? Oh, a, per, uh, a percentage. Well, you know, last episode I, I was asking like who 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 are, who are the scientists? Right. Reed Richards. We brought Reed Richards, Pym, Doctor uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, so uh, aerospace, it's Reed Richards. He's the only one that comes to mind. I, well, we were thinking War Machine might also have had. Yeah, but he's not an engineer. I mean, well, we I mean, he's that. not. A, a, I don't consider him on the level that they're like they're looking for someone very particular <laughs> with a with a particular skill set. And oh, it's Liam Neeson then. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When I was saying that, I, but uh, it's it's the only thing that really comes to mind. I think. Um, now unless I'm missing somebody, but it's, yeah, I feel, I feel like we're missing somebody obvious. Like if it's not Reed Richards, we're like, Oh, of course it's Dr. So-and-so or this superhero. Yeah, but you <laughs> know, but my brain wants it to be Reed Richards at this point, you know, because two episodes in a row, they're alluding to somebody. So this has got to be, it's got to be someone in the Marvel they're universe. Being obvious about yeah. They're, yeah. yeah it's, 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 they're teasing something huge and this is the lead up, you know, cause they, I did read an interview. They were asking, uh, uh, what the hell is her name? Uh, Wanda, what the hell? Olsen, what the hell? What is her real name? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. Yeah. They. Someone asked her, "Is there going to be a Luke Skywalker moment?" And I think she alluded to like, "Yes, there is." So maybe so. it's literal. Maybe Mark Hamill is. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it sounds like it's somebody big. Well, to me, if if it's not Reed Richards. And if it is, the other big name would be cool. Would be Michael Fassbender if if, if it was Magneto. Like what? What the? about what about the scroll? The main scroll from uh, Captain Marvel to to show up as yeah. the aerospace engineer. Um, yeah. Or we to believe he's in space with Fury. Hmm. Well, oh, no, no, he was on Earth. He was on Earth pretending to be Fury. Yeah, cop, uh, yeah. Captain Rambo would would have known who that person is that's too. What I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, then if it is, and that's that's. That's a that's That'd a sucky a tease. Yeah, it's a letdown. Well, you're a scroll. Look like Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, a lot. The, the cool show, man. I mean, like every every line, everything that they say just brings up conversation, lots of intrigues. It, it's, it's it's such a fun show. Um, the scene, the, the part I, I'm like, all right, it's definitely Mephisto. Like I yelled at in my house. I'm like, all right, it's definitely Mephisto. After I heard this line. Yeah. Um, let me see. I wrote it down. Uh, it's when the kids are going on their off on their own. Quicksilver will yell something to them. Unleash hell, demon spawns. Yes, I wrote I'm that like, down well, too. there you go. Because they're yeah. they're literal demons in the in the comic books. They turn out to be pieces of a demon soul. <laughs> it's Mephisto, yeah. My God, Mephisto. Yeah, Come and on. they and they they kept mentioning the word hell. Yeah, uh, in, in an episode too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, at this episode, I just felt all the the little teases were were a little bit blatant, more blatant. I think, but I mean, we got to be like you said. There's only three episodes left. You just can't keep having all these questions and everything's revealed in one episode, it, it, then it's going to kind of suck. Because mm-hmm. I want to see the repercussions of these answers. Uh, I will say, when, when Darcy was looking through the files, I, I slowed it down and watched it oh. and paused it, and I found the, some file names. There's Project DF456, Project C4113, Project R, R4123, Project M5247, and then there's one labeled Johnson, comma Ray, Ray Johnson. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, I thought you were going to give an answer. No, I, I was. I'm thinking maybe the comic book numbers were really into a comic book. I think 247 was Avengers 247. I think I have that one, and I think it relates to um, when Vision tried to take over the world, all the computers. Oh, wow, Master Hacker. Uh yeah yeah dude everything on this show has all these like little Easter eggs which is fun but then again I wonder like how many Easter eggs are there just to kind of like <laughs> lead you to more dead ends just more intrigue and stuff because uh, you know there are a lot of things written on like bulletin boards and people were kind of like uh, deciphering what was on there and it just really meant nothing. Okay, so I looked up Avengers two forty seven. It's in it is Vision, Scarlet Witch, and Cap- Monica as Captain Marvel. And it also features the Eternals. Dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. Oh, very cool. Yeah, curious. Mm-hmm. I was telling Jonathan, uh, was it the other day that I said I wish they they make a director's cut? Like, okay, in this episode, this is what was going on, and in this episode, this was going on. Because even though we see like when when they reveal the whole series, that doesn't mean we're gonna get all the answers either. You know, not unless someone specifically says, okay, this is what was going on in this scene. This thing is like every every second it has like strong detail that you have to kind of latch on to. So I would like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't stuff. wait to watch this whole thing. I hope it holds up. I hope it's very rewatchable. I think when it's over, I'm going to rewatch it. I'll binge the whole thing. I hope it's not like, this, you know, because if you think about the sixth sense, after you find out the secret, you rewatch it, you notice all the little clues. Like there's red always around, I think, when, when the ghost is around or something like that. Just little things like that. And you notice Bruce Willis's behavior so i wonder if when we know all the secrets or whatever if we do a rewatch if it'll still be enjoyable or be like oh i missed i i hope it's like oh that was a reference i totally missed that you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i'm wondering where the blonde is the blonde woman hasn't we haven't seen her since episode two yeah and I th- or the children yeah i thought she was a major it kind of made her look like she would be a big deal right what if that was mephisto no no you're, you're right because she 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 clearly confronted wanda like like you're different like you're something else 
Right, and she's like, I'm not here to hurt anybody. She said, I don't believe you. Right, yeah, there's something very, like, different about her. Yeah, I wonder how come we haven't seen her yet. Actually, we saw her, I think, the next episode in one of the commercials where she says, like, do these earrings make me look fat? Oh, no, your fat makes you look fat. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, let's see. So next episode would be, uh, I guess, in the 2000s, right? Uh, Or late 90s, maybe. Oh, you think they're going to do that? Uh, okay. Any predictions as to what household they're going to be mimicking or what TV show they're going to be mim- mimicking? My prediction? Bane. Bane. Uh, I could have sworn in the previews years ago, or not years ago, months ago, uh, I saw Roseanne. But Roseanne would have been before Malcolm in the Middle, so I don't know what's going on. Hmm. Three episodes left, my friend. Dawson's Creek? Is that 2000? Really it was no. a sitcom, though. Yeah. 2000s would be like Modern Family or something like that. Oh, never seen that so, one. What else was early? Scrubs, Modern Family. I'm trying to think what was early. Like a, like a household kind of sitcom. What would that be? Scrubs. It'd be fun if they, they ripped on The Office. Just like <laughs> that would be great, especially if Mr. Fantastic shows up. He looks yeah. at the camera. <laughs> or or, or Vision is doing the, uh, is doing the individual <laughs> intro. He goes, I know Wanda loves us, but I think she's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. And your, your Agnes just looks at the camera, rolls her eyes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool episode. Very, very cool episode. Like I said, it's every... Oh, a oh, uh, question for you. Ellis Avenue and Rolling Hill Roads, does that mean anything to you? The only Ellis comic book connection I can make is, A, Ellis is the president in the MCU. We learned in, or at least in Iron Man 3, he's the president. I'm sure his term's over by now. Um but Ellis is the name of the president that him and, and Iron Patriot rescue. Mm-hmm. And then Warren Ellis is a writer, a fairly famous comic book writer, but I don't think he ever wrote Avenger, um, Vision of Scarlet Witch in any form. Mm. I could be wrong, though, because I, I did stop reading in like 2008, so maybe he did something after. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Hill? No, not really. Rolling Hill didn't mean anything to me. Um, I wanted to bring up the uh, commercial. Uh, I was on board with your or whoever's theory. Yo, magic. Yeah, that the commercials were related to the stones. And there's not an obvious one here. At least I don't think. The only thing I could come up with is the um, a vision doesn't no. All right, vision scar which get their powers from the mind stone, not the soul stone. The soul stone is the stone that's on Vormir that you have that someone has to die to get it. So. I thought the commercial, if it's referencing a gem, it's referencing the Soul Stone because when the kid, whatever, not disintegrates, when he decomposes, you have his skull and he's wearing a red shirt. So all I was thinking was red. You know, he's by himself and it's the red. Yeah, that was a very disturbing commercial. It was very odd. I mean, just just for commercials, like that one just didn't make it. Like the previous ones made sense as a, like a standalone commercial. Yeah. This is a kid like like he's literally trying to open open up the the, the candy and he's like he can't do it. Yeah, it, and he younger, dies. It was like yeah. wow, that's a very dramatic. I'm commercial. like, right, use your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, huh? Otherwise, I can't. I mean, yo, magic. It's magic. I don't know, like. This is something I really, really examined. I really couldn't pull anything out of it except for that red skull thing. And even that's kind of a tenuous thing. I'm trying to think. Because I'm thinking the shark. Does the shark mean anything? There's a crab on the island. Does the crab mean anything? Hey, hey, know. You, know, you know what? Okay, well, I know we're getting closer to the end of the show. But all right, so in, in that commercial, 
that kid could not use magic to open something, right? Exactly. Wait, hold on. And then there's some episode, uh, some scenes where Wanda's magic doesn't work. So I wonder if there's a connection with that, like showing like not all magic can undo, not all magic can undo other people's magic. How about that? You know, that's why like anything created by Mephisto, her magic doesn't work. Like, like, like Scott Summers and, and, uh, what's the brother's name? Havoc. 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 Like the two brothers, their powers cancel each other out. And that's why Wanda's magic doesn't work in other magic because it's, it's like magic versus magic doesn't work. So in this commercial, yo magic. Magic, magic. All right, I'm done. <laughs> you said magic a lot there, dude. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's that's why I got out of the commercial. My notes All are right. closing the notebook. I'm <laughs> just, I'm just, let me try. I, I, uh, I guess. See, I'm taking freaking notes now. Rolling I, 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 hacker. I'm yeah. working more. I'm working more on this, these WandaVision episodes than I did in college. <laughs> Uh, no argument there. If we went to college, I, know, I was going to say, we went to college together. You know I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> uh, uh, can you? No, I'm, never mind. I was going to say. later. Oh, but it's so funny. Your, your sign language final. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to remember that. I don't remember it. Uh, you told me that you never showed up to class. Oh yeah. yeah! All right. So I took. All right. You want to tell the story? I don't. It has nothing to do with WandaVision. I'll I know, but it is. <laughs> I love the story. Did I tell you the story recently? No, you told this to me like decades ago. Oh, I might. All right, I might forget because I'm thinking about the story. I don't know what's funny, but you tell me. What, you tell me what I. Missed. Okay, so this is what I remember. That okay. something about you know I don't know why you weren't. Me, going all right, to... so let me set it up. So it's senior hmm. year. I'm taking BS courses that you just need to fill out your credit requirements, right? Like what they call electives, I guess. Yeah. Like I just needed X amount of classes to get X amount. Of, like all my major stuff was done, and uh, I took a sign language course. And I went the first couple of times. I found it boring. I never went to class. I knew what the final was. I showed up for the final. The final I had to do a um, I had to do a nursery rhyme uh, or a fairy tale using sign language. So since I never went to class, I I just went to the library. I learned the three little pigs in sign language. I went there. I performed it. And um, I feel like I did a good job on it. And uh, the teacher says to me, she goes, well, basically, she's like, well, A, thanks for coming to class. I was like, well, it's the final. <laughs> and she's like, B, um, that was, and I can't remember. She's like, that's this type of sign language. We were learning American sign language here. And I said something, I was like, like why are there two different forms of sign language or something <laughs> like that? Uh, so I wound up getting a D. So I got the credits for it, but I didn't do great. So the, the part that you told me was, I think you were trying to get some credit or something. So instead of doing the sign language for like like pig, you were like spelling out P I G or something. Oh yeah, because if I couldn't find, if I couldn't find, why is that funny though? If I couldn't it's, find the word, because we're first referencing back that you did, you were goofing off in school. Oh, that was going on. Yeah. So if I if I couldn't find like the word the the sign for the actual word pig, any any word I couldn't. You're spelling. Sign for, I would spell it out. I'm sitting, you know, if 
<laughs> you know, I'm not like a pro. I did have the alphabet. I had the American Sign Language alphabet down because it was the first thing we learned. And I was there for like I, I showed up for like the first three weeks of school for for that class. So I learned I learned the alphabet. I still know it actually. Oh, the good American God! Angelica knows sign language. She was she was doing sign language before she was even speaking. We used to communicate through sign language when she was a baby. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was let's brag about our children hour. So, anyway, so I would. Oh, yeah, Angelica was a royalty yes, uh, the other day. So yes, yeah. beautiful. I would, okay. spell out, I, would, I would spell out the letters of words I couldn't find. Because <laughs> I literally took one sign language dictionary from the library and said, okay, three little pigs or whatever I did. Yeah, I think it was three little pigs. I Can just you imagine how it. long that, that, that story would have taken to, if you had to spell it every single letter? Yeah, I would have been. Yeah, SOL. All right. Yeah, sidetrack. Uh, yeah. Anything else? No, I guess come back next week for more rousing stories of my college days. <laughs> or more importantly, come back for WandaVision Episode 7. Miles uh, Facebook Collectibles on Instagram. Hey. That's me. Alan is Dr. Indiana Jones and Dr. Indiana Jones Jr. Ooh, with the snaps. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I think... I think I mean, but I'm going to do a video today. I think. Noise, noise. I think on the on my playset that I got today. Playset. Uh, yeah. That's it, right? Uh, Instagram, YouTube. What's our email address? Nerd me at Gmail. Uh, Nerd me podcast at Gmail dot com. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Oh, stay tuned for uh, after you download this. Wait another day and. Uh... You'll have our Valentine's Day episode. Oh yes, and and listen to the to the very very end. Very very cool stuff. Er. Okay, now listen to it. <laughs> Till next time. Who's your children? <laughs> Peace.